See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, hey, update, updates are awesome for nobody. Especially weekend updates. Weekend updates. With, uh, with Dennis Miller with weekend updates, babe. Yeah, well, originally Chevy Chase. Yeah, he was funnier. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, can't, yeah I shouldn't say that because... Uh, different styles. <laughs> different styles. Different, different styles style. for different smiles. Hey, what is this? This is the newly branded very first show. It's uh, it's either it, it's either episode twenty one of, of Kung Fu Cinema, Kung Fu Theater, Kung or Fu Theater, or the very first rebranded show of Asian Cult Cinema. Which that's what it is. It's Asian Cult Cinema. Welcome. Formerly Kung Fu Theater. Formerly. But possibly Kung Fu Theater. Sometimes it's going to be. Not yes, this week. Not this week. This though. week was Crazy Town USA. Or yes. cra- Crazy Town Japan. Crazy Town whatever. Uh, an- crazy Town Anime is what it was. It was anime awesome. Anime and, and, and dinos. So hey, my name's Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And this is uh, the show that's here to talk to you about Asian cult cinema. Now think of those words and think of all that encompasses. Yes. Man. It encompasses a lot more than Kung Fu Theater. It, it encompasses a lot of a lot of a lot. It encompasses know. a world. In a world filled with craziness and awesome and giant robots. And, they ne- and the world they never made. <laughs> I know. Uh, this, uh, you picked probably one of the craziest choices I think you've ever picked. Yes, I think so. I'm um, proud of it. Yeah, it was very odd but endearing. You can tell it's episodes of a TV show. Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! Yeah. Um, of course, we're talking about Attack of the Super Monsters, which originally I thought might have been a Gamera movie. Nope. But it's not. No, it sure it's isn't. More like the Power Rangers. More like Dinosaur War, Eisenborg, yes. or Kyoryu Daisenshu Eisenborg. Borg. Yeah. I wonder who Eisenborg is. Is he like the, you know... Yeah, you know. It was a ja- it says it was a Japanese television program produced uh, by Tsuburaya... Tsuburaya, yeah. Tsuburaya Productions that aired from 77 to 78 on Tokyo Channel 12. It combined Tsuburaya's trademark, Sudimation, um, which is uh, kaiju, kaiju battle kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, guys in suits. And uh, with, along with Japanese animation. And, and stop motion. Yep, yeah, and stop motion. This is a crazy, crazy program, uh... So basically, it ran in Japan for 39 episodes, two two years, which is awesome. Yeah. And then somebody said, hey, I got an idea. Let's cut up, let's take the first four and just kind of put them back to back and make it a movie. Because, you know what? It's the era of video and we need products. So let's oh, just man. slap them together, put them out there for five ninety nine, And it sold. And I think I actually own this because I, 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 I really? watched it. And I wasn't sure about it, but then I saw some of the poster art or the wow. VHS art, and I think I own this movie. I think I bought it back for like a dollar ninety nine in the eighties. See, 80s. I actually kind of was like looking. Around, I was like, I might buy this on DVD if it's out there, because um, yeah, kind of cool. But then again, I was like, eh, but I just watched it for free off YouTube. Oh, but you know, you know what? Did you? I had to find another version of it. Me did too. You find for, the, for the fourth, yeah, the, the audio. You, fu- you found it. The audio okay, looped. Yeah, they yeah. just they were like, whoops. Oh well. I was but, sitting there watching, and I'm like, huh. 
I because I I knew immediately I was like no they're not doing this whole opening again. I was like acid flashback oh no oh no <laughs> yeah. or Kool Aid flashback or something but no uh, there was another version they even say in the comments thank you for like giving us the final segment without you know yeah. repetition so anyway yeah. so it's out there on YouTube um it, this was now it, from my perspective this was very reminiscent of. Japanese animation and to some degree um, uh, American animation of the time. Uh. Um, stagnant motion is created by looping. Uh, anything that can save time, money, you know, this is total Hanna Barbera presents from Japan. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. just kind of lots of the same shots, lots of the same stuff. Yeah, I saw that overused. A lot too, um, yeah. Same and, poses, the same sweat, the same yeah, tears, oh, yeah. Yeah, same uh, frame. And it's what, what was the Japanese that no, the planet. Oh, you're talking about Battle of the Planets? Battle of the Planets. I forgot what it was called. It was, oh, it's called... Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember right now. Yeah, because the girl, the the girl has the, 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 gir- the bird yeah. orang, kind of. and the, Yeah, it's similar to Battle of the oh, Planets. Oh, but boy, they, they were not the highest of quality of animators, though. At some points, their heads were weird-looking, like the, the mask goes, right? It was strangely well, drawn. Well, I think, was more of like a uh, kaiju, right? They were more yeah, of yeah, a big, monster. Uh, Ultraman. Big rubber man. Just, and uh, I think, I think I'm not sure, but I think t- towards the end of the series, there was an Ultraman-looking guy that showed up. Probably. So no. they got tired of it. Because the spaceship itself, all it, all it does is fly around and chops them up, which is kind of funny, It's actually. so funny, yeah. Because this is live-action... Uh, live action uh, guy in rubber suit stomping on things that fight models that fights models that fights fight models animation yeah. and it's so that it's a it's kind of cool and kind of odd and kind of bad all at the same it's like all, all the, the people same, are animated let's put it that yeah, way yeah people are all animated and the, everything else is either stop motion and model and models and yeah. little flying toys and very Japanese like lots of stuff exploding and falling over all the dinosaurs explode. But, but in this one, the dinosaurs like talking like these, like, hey, hey, go kill the humans. Yeah, you know? hey, you, hey, there, buddy. No uh, explanation. It's just it came out of, like, you know, yeah, the, hiding from the prehistoric yeah. times. So, yeah, basically, the, the, we'll do the plot, then we'll go to our first trailer break. Uh, basically, during the plot, uh, is the, the dinosaurs have been living underground for all this time. They build a whole cityscape they've built a whole society underneath there and then one king dino which i don't know what's his name i ha- it's in here somewhere was it eddie uh, or eddie was eddie uh, was like the, his buddy that came out aruru aruru is the head aruru who is uh he's a um what's the little t-rex a t-rex a tyrannosaurus rex he and they can speak english and and he comes out in japan they speak japanese of course he comes out and he says, hey, everyone, and we're going to go take over the world. We're going to take it back. They speak English, and he has the power to transform <laughs> through mind control and then also, like, controls, like, swarms of things, which comes up one per episode. A couple of episodes, yeah. yeah right. I kind of thought back, because everyone, if you know, if you listen long enough or if you listen to the, or many other shows, I have a very deep love for Japan um, I was over there a little bit, uh, not a never, never enough. I could live there and I would never go tired of it. It's, it's a kind of an incredible, uh, country. It's kind of an incredible people. And them, this is reminiscent of why they're, what makes them great to me. There's robots places. There's big giant rubber suit monsters places. It's embraced. This was a kid's thing that they remember to this day and it's fine. 
it's okay when you walk down these streets that there's robots for heads of lamps and it's totally no one eat, it's normal and that's <laughs> the world that's kind of cool uh, you know what I mean like to me I, I'm like I get it I get you that's I that's when I walk it. around I'm like I understand this mentality I wish it was real you know because it's so funny and so cool you know I mean you know if if you want to you can always go to Disney area and live throughout all that but you know then but, you have to go but back it's into not the robots real world. and it's not uh, Some there are some robots. It's not, robots, it's not right. giant robots over, no, over it's trains. Not, it's, and it's not, not Gigantor or Ace Man or Astro Boy Astro or Boy, Planet. Or, and they're everywhere. And they're loved. They're loved. And it's cool. You know? And, and I, I, there's no other way for me to say it. You know? Like, there's their culture. Now, let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I was going to say <laughs> that, but then I decided to like hold back. Well, and anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what was the what was the roots of the uh, Japanese interest? I mean, was there something that you watched when you were obviously when you were a child and you went, "Wow, this is great." Was it like Speed Racer or something? Well, I definitely loved Speed Racer and um wow, that's a good question. Thank you. Um Speed Racer, of course, uh Godzilla, but I wasn't crazy crazy with them. I loved them, you know. And I just I think I just started like when like when I went through like a world philosophies class in college, I started learning a little bit more about things, and it just started growing from there. And I started like learning a little bit more about other cultures, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I, I of course remembered Speed Racer. I remembered all these things from my youth, you know. But then it just was like, oh, so this when is cool. when you when you lived out in the boonies where you lived, did you get Godzilla movies there to watch or no, whatever? You had to rent no. them. Nah, yeah, it was it was it was rare to even see anything. I mean. I didn't see that stuff till I was teens. Huh? I, th- I didn't have I didn't have anything. You didn't have there, a television. Three channels. Well, everybody else. Wait, well, no. Okay, we had six. Maybe, yeah, right? but I mean, Ooh. like, it was everybody. It, had three it, 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 but it, but but I mean, it was CBS, ABC, a- NBC, ABC, and then there was like PBS. Channel twenty nine was just like it was always like um, the fifth, like uh, the Happy Days and and Gilligan's Island reruns. Rerun, and, that's cool. And that's, that's what you would. That's where you would have gotten the movies on the UHF. Yeah, channel. but it was it was the, it, they didn't. My UHF didn't have that. I don't know. So as a teen, you got another TV set that picked up. Well, I channels. just started watching stuff. I started getting. I I got a TV and a VCR, and oh, I got boy. and I went out and got stuff. You know, found stuff. stuff. Yeah, rented stuff, found stuff. You so know, during uh, the video years, when mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, you, yeah, formed, yeah, yeah. you formed your uh, little yeah, mostly your interest in movies and B movies and all that kind of stuff. That's just because you know we were just like have so much fun watching them. You know. Okay. Uh, right. But yeah, that's 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 where we're at. That's where I found it. I mean, did you ever have this? Because well, because when I was a kid, we always had a creature feature. You know, we had yeah. a, it was either down there, Empty Graves or Nightmare Theater, or a creature feature, and there was always on Saturday afternoons or Saturday night, and so. It was, it was, especially in the 70s, in the 60s, it was, I mean, see, here's, here's where you missed out on something that I, yeah. I, I was able to, back in 1964, 65, 66, it was that monster craze, dude. It's like, oh, you, you can man, think of Japan, yeah. everything on television was monster crazy. There was toys were all monster crazy. The shows well, were all models. into it. The model <laughs> kits, you built them. It was really like... They really took on they, that became like the cult thing, and then superheroes came on afterwards. So there was Batman and all that, and that kind of replaced them a little bit. Yeah. But from that early era, the, the creature feature stuff was always like a basis for Saturday morning. You had cartoons, you had a creature feature maybe, and then afterwards you might have wrestling, or then after that you went out and like played. And then at <laughs> yeah. night you may have had even another creature feature late yeah. at night. You know, if you got lucky, it could have been on Friday. 
maybe, or usually Saturdays uh, or whatever. So you had all that stuff that you grew up with that was part of your DNA, you know yeah, what I mean? And, that's cool. Yeah. And and on all throughout that South Florida, I lived in Miami area, but I think even in West Palm they had all that stuff, and even in Naples, every every little town had them. But like you said, you lived in in the in the in the woods of Pennsylvania, so nowhere, nothing. It was tough to get like you know channels from Philly or wherever nothing, you were getting them you from. You know, yeah. And so it was like, you know, so you luckily with all that monster Big stuff, city, yeah. with monster stuff comes all that Japan has too because they. They didn't reign supreme, but they were definitely contenders in that arena where, like, oh, my God. In you New know. York, where I lived, when he was I mean, a younger kid, they had the creature features. And that's where I found out Astro Boy and Kimba, the yeah. white lion. But I got to tell you the truth. When I was a kid, up until, like, I became, like, in my 20s, maybe, I... I, I Dismissive I, of it. I was yeah. dismissive of, of Japan, Japanese. Yeah, most people. And, and a lot of people I, was, were, I like King know? Kong better than Godzilla. I could see there was yeah. a suit. I could see the strings. It was like, come on, you know. But then you, yeah, you don't really. You didn't appreciate the the strangeness of it, and or you, or some of the nuances that are like kind of more poignant. The weirdness, and more, like, and they're even sometimes more poignant than a well-made movie. Because you're like, huh, that means something, yeah, you know. I mean, let's say you're a teenager and you watch yeah. something like Godzilla's Revenge. You go like, what is this, man? Yeah. You're a little baby Godzilla? Was yeah, it? That yeah. Got, they got kind of weird. All right, well, look, we got to cut to a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, we might, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it. Then we'll jump into this. This. Eh, well, we'll 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 be back we'll, after we'll a break. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. A love psycho goes berserk in women and bloody terror. Remember, you can only die once in night of bloody horror. Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Two blood-chilling shockers on the same screen. Producers guarantee $2,000 cash to your family if you die of fright while watching Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Together, the pair everyone is talking about. Can you stand twice the shock? Women of Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Don't go alone. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Game over indeed. Now, I got a question for you, getting back to what ah, we were talking before okay. about your, your hometown. Did you guys have a drive-in theater? Oh, yeah. I remember I said uh, the world's oldest. Uh, you, you went to it? Oh, yeah. Went to it? Oh, you saw movies there? I saw okay. uh, Close Encounter of the Third Kind there. I saw oh, The Black okay. Hole there. Oh, uh, uh, Star Wars, the first one, seventy seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, okay. Then I also then Becky's was also there, which was the porno slash yeah, other things uh, and yeah. uh, that was sh- shenanigans ensued. Yeah, that was later. Ensued, yeah. But, uh, okay. yeah, there was the two that, but Shankwilers I think is still there, and I think is still the not the maybe not the world's the country's oldest, but I don't know if that's a I know it's in Canada, but I don't know if there's drive-ins in other countries. Uh, Canada is popular. Canada actually I think is still popular. If if I heard correctly on so Shankwell's was in in, in driving range from yeah, you oh yeah 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 oh, it, wow. it, actually from where I lived it was probably maybe a eighteen minute drive twenty minute drive oh wow okay well at least you got that experience did yeah, you yeah. go earlier when you were a little kid with your parents like they'd 
put you in the back of the car and watch some movies. I think. Or well, no, I. I mean, yeah, I was on. I, my parents took yeah, me to Black like Hole. Star yeah. Wars is seventy seven. Yeah, I mean, right, we were sitting on the old, yeah. we were sitting on the hood of the car or the, yeah, on the roof yeah, of the old yeah, Torino yeah. as. Uh, uh, yeah, a Grand time. Torino. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, a four door like this big lead sled. A boat, yeah, of ugly. Course. And my dad stupid. had those two Buicks, the, the sabers and stuff like that. We'd sit on the roof and I, and it wouldn't even dent. Of course, the last boat that I used to that I had it was a it was a Buick something or other, and I swear to God, it was a giant thing or whatever, and you just get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this was like in the in the late '80s. I still had one of those, and wow. then you know, things got you know smaller compacted or whatever. But we had smaller a few of those. and dumber. And my dad went through Buicks, man. But anyway, uh, that's besides. All the right, point. now on to the show. Uh, well, we were we were talking about uh, dinosaur of course, wars, uh, dinosaur wars, or uh, yeah, oh, isopropyl or Eisenborg or something like Quite that. You, Eisenborg, Dragon Di- Wars, Eisenborg, or Attack of the Super Monsters, as it was. Yeah, Dinosaur War Eisenberg, or Attack of... We know it as Attack of the Super which, Monster. Which, that show was never dubbed into English here in the U.S., no, I don't no, believe. No, no, no. Just this movie. Just this movie, and they, they, they tried it, and they were probably like, hey, we got 38 more, or we got, hey, we got 34 more, but they were like, no, we're good. Cause we're good. What happens in this movie... And again, this this was... I enjoyed it. It was very of the time. It was very kind of... It was different. I mean, it, it was different, and and in, in a good experimental way. It wasn't, you know. Sometimes you say it was different, and that means, oh my god, this is horrible. I'm not saying this is great, but it's know, enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Um, it was very seeing those things together, not in a Roger Rabbit kind of way, but in like a uh, anime weird rubber man in a suit, a rubber suit on a man thing. It's kind of cool and kind of just jarring a little bit like every time something happened you'd be like oh, wow wait what <laughs> what am i looking yeah, at here you know it's basically like this team of four uh whatever you want to call them like heroes or whatever yeah. and they they whenever there's a giant monster or some problem they get called out by their professor or the yeah the guy that's running it and they go out and fight whatever they yeah. have to do and then so, been and the earth has just been started to be invaded by all these so the dinosaur dinosaurs. basically each segment since this is broken into four, four pieces each yeah. segment is a different animal that's the T-Rex comes out and says ha and this is this one is an anime this is a hand puppet um rubber monster going okay we're gonna get you humans now you there and they would have some dinosaur usually a stegosaurus or whatever he'd go you there and he'd go and it would make his eyes red he goes now go get some minions and fight so the first one it's um Dogs, and then the second one it's rats, and then the third one it's uh, bats. bats, and then it's the fourth one it's the, uh, the two guys. It's uh, oh, well, they're two dinosaurs. They said, "Well, this isn't working." They they would so they would each each segment is another episode, obviously, and each segment is kind of like a new way to fight that, but it's always the same way. It's it, basically like they're fighting it, and they're like, "Oh my god, we're in the gym now. We can't kill. How are we gonna do?" And then the two brother, the goes, brother and sister, or he goes, "You two break off and go save those people." And then they do the cut, the stock animation that makes them go down to their part of the ship. The ship separates. Yeah. And the ship is an actual thing. It's a real toy, yeah. a real model. They were, oh, and I'm sure it was a real toy in Japan. Yeah. And so then it went off to do its shtick. And, and then the brother and sister. They like, they like melded together. They, they, they put their fists up in there and they say, Gemini, force, go! It, you know? It, yeah. And the backstory with this, I was reading on it. The backstory was there was a lab accident that caused like damage to them. 
but it gave them these superhuman uh, melding powers that like makes them when they meld together they they can they kind of control this special vehicle. Yes. And it's all through their circuitry and their special like and things that's keeping them alive. Their suits change. His suits change and then she goes into the background and yeah. they, and they've got three minutes with the special three super minutes. duper Gemini yep. to do what they gotta do. Or if they go longer they'll die. They yes. could die. They Something could die. tells me later in this they, they probably go longer. One of the things that was like huh in the mo- one of the most recent kaiju films which was Pacific Rim did they reference this? N- they didn't reference this, but it, each suit took two people that had to mind melt. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And I went, huh. Because <laughs> hmm. they're, although it's different and much different, it, it's still saying that they have to have two people and they have to be compatible because their brains are shared to make these giant robots go fight. And I And I was like, now wait a minute. That's... Modern movie, modern now the movie bombed. I liked it. It was it was fine. Yeah. But it was a it was not a commercial success, you know. Oh. Um and it was similar. And I was like some little kid it was sitting in Japan with his with his, his his elbows on the tatami mat. He was eating his noodles and it was Saturday morning and he was like, "Yay!" And he grew up to be a writer and that writer grew up to work on Pacific Rim as a writer and that's where they started this concept. Well, see, the problem with movies like Pacific Rim is that, that it really isn't meant to be like a big huge super duper blockbuster. It should be like a a B movie and made as a B movie. I'm not saying don't <laughs> like make it look good. Yeah, because Robot Jocks was hilarious. Yes, awesome. and played at dollar theaters and drive-ins. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not meant for like, you know, this like mass consumption or whatever. Even though you get the superhero movies, everybody goes to see those because they're already programmed to. Gotta go see it, man. It, it's already like you know, it's already genetically programmed to go see it. But the giant robots <laughs> yeah. and the Godzillas, not as much. You know, it's acquired taste. You know, it what is. I mean, it is an acquired taste. So. When a movie like Pacific Rim comes out, you know, hey, everybody's all gung ho for it because it's uh, Del Toro or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But but uh, it really yeah. should be like a a, a cheaper, funner movie, maybe. And I'm not saying it wasn't fun. I never seen it, but you know. it was okay. But yeah, so that that concept, I'm sure, was was used in other yeah shows and other and probably other Japanese shows too. I mean, I don't have a ton of experience. I know of all the staples, Ultraman, Godzilla, all the Mothra. Spectre Man. Yeah, all yeah, guy, some of those, guy. but there's a lot I didn't see. When I was going through that museum, uh, that oh, I don't know, did you ever Japan? see the pictures of it? I saw, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the Ultraman suits the, they had. Well, Ultraman, but there was like hundreds. I was like, I took a pictures, I took a picture of each stage of their like chart that showed how many there were. There was hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, and they had motorcycles and and stuff, and I was just like, oh my Common god! Common Rider was yeah, a motorcycle like, guy. You're like, what are you doing? You know, um, and it, w- the, one of the things that cracks me up about like uh, Pacific Rim, as soon as it comes out, people are like, this is just stupid. Well, no kidding, it's stupid. Did you? <laughs> what did you think you're going to see? Like, uh, like this is, is supposed, like Shakespeare. Yeah, this is supposed to be. B-movie. Uh, fighting Godzilla with big robots. That's it. <laughs> that, that's as far as you're supposed to think. But people pick it apart and they're like, oh, this and that and the other. And you're like, oh, man. No, you see, that's, a, that's the two things that bothers me about when people go see movies is either they pick it apart or then they go, well, this movie didn't make enough money so I don't have to go see it. It's like they judge it by how much money it makes right. or how much money Or how much logic is in You're watching a movie about two people mind-melding to make a big robot go fight a... 
a space monster that's coming through the ocean. Yeah. I, I, uh. I have a, a couple of friends, <laughs> or one friend who shall remain nameless, and he's a great human being. But he watches the B-movies that I give him, and he's like, he's always trying to pick up logic things. And I'm like, why are you trying to pick up... It's like trying to pick up the logic and how did Captain America get his super serum and become and who made this shield? It's just like just go with it. Don't don't, don't unless think it's too like much. unless it's like totally ridiculous. In a lot of cases, it is, but in some cases, if it's just like uh, how did they get there from there? Uh, the time didn't. It's like oh, no, come on. Whenever you're on Wikipedia on. or I mean, sorry, IMDb, and you go into the goof segment, read those and go, what are you talking about? Uh, how did they get that door closed? They closed it. They, not, not everything doesn't have to be on site, you know. Like it's, they, like, every, it's like people want every scene yeah. to be <laughs> okay. Hold on, let me add one more shot and close the door. Okay, now run. Oh, thank God that thank God that mystery was closed or was just. Whatever. I mean, with with that logic that I'm talking about, you might as well just rip every movie where somebody just runs into a car and it's always got a key in it. You might as well just go there because major motion pictures, movies that you love, movies that are put on pedestals, guys always running in a car and it just starts without a key. Rockford, man. Sure. Rockford could drive everything. But, yeah. Uh, well, oh, my God. We're already at another break. Uh, I okay, then we'll finish. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's not that we're tap dancing around it. Literally, every segment is exactly it's the same it's as exactly the next. The show. And just like Hanna-Barbera, just like uh, Speed Racer, kind of the same. We'll talk a little bit about what they do to the monsters, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, like, every segment is exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, these were made on the cheap. This was a Saturday morning cartoon or yeah, whatever. Maybe yeah. not Saturday morning, but probably Saturday morning. Just made for, okay, okay, sit down and watch this. Uh, now go play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get out of here. So, uh, all right, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. In the tradition of Russ Meyer, the screen explodes in a potent, virile explosion of sheer sexual energy. Only recent court decisions coupled with the brilliance of an international director make this film possible. From the withering cesspool of modern minds, an observation of the great society without morals. People in a hurry, traveling a road that goes nowhere, people caught in the mirror of self-truth, a solid cinematic realization, man and woman, loving, hating, using, a slice of unleashed hate and violence, Don Davison's masterpiece of sin and sexual passion. Obscenity, obscenity, a tale of rampant desires and unfulfillment told with a candor that seduces the senses and erupts on the screen in a culmination of desires and passions that make this the supreme film. Obscenity, obscenity, the first motion picture that gives you more than it promises. No one under 18 will be admitted with or without their parents. Obscenity, obscenity. You don't see it. You feel it. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures 
and the Dutch. Suckerin, suffering, succotash. Obscenity, obscenity. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. there's one that uh, we might be, we may watch on Slow Robot one Yes, time. we also have a sister podcast called Slow Robot A Go Go, and it's all full of B movie greatness. Check it out at bungeedorks.com. And when and when Slow Robot and uh, an Asian cult cinema get together, they grab fists and they turn into Gemini. Gemini Force. So okay, we have brother and sister. There, the brother's the captain, and in one segment, slaps the sister around a little bit. Yeah, because which gets, was jarring, and I'm like, okay. well, that's the one segment where she goes to like the cleaners, and then there's a rat in her. You like, let me, like, you let me take care of my own things. You're not the boss of me. Hmph. And then he's like. Don't you forget we're supposed to be doing this. And then the guy's like, well, you can't mind meld if you're angry at each other. And he rifles one across her face and she goes flying. You're like... Yeah, this cartoon's violent, man. The monsters get heads chopped off and yeah. arms. So the first segment, they're fighting the dogs and then they, they use um, the lasers to shock them. And then the dogs go back to what they were. Yeah, because the dogs turn into these red demon dogs. And yeah. the rugs killed people, yeah, too. Yeah, the dogs killed a few people. Guards just got maimed you know off eating. camera yeah. but you know what's going and on and then they the Gemini force uh, the plane has um, like these the plane, wing, the plane. W- has wings with spiral saws that comes out and it yeah. has a drill in the center of it <laughs> and it just flies around on a string just what like what you're thinking yeah. and it goes Zoop! And it went, goes by this uh, dinosaur, and his head just falls off. Then it explodes. So, that so awesome! Great. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, man. Exploding dinosaurs. That's what kids need to see today on uh, Saturday it, morning. It is a hundred million them. percent. It will change them. It will change. So the, you then know. the second segment is what the do- That's the rats. That's the rats. And okay, there's there's or was, a, it the, or was it the bats? It was no, the second one was the bats. I the think the second one was the bats. Because yeah. then then they were like because every the dinosaur in the beginning hypnotizes some monster. One one dinosaur come and out goes, and you know and hypnotize some uh, a pack of something or other. Yeah, and make swarms them crazy. up something. Yeah, you know because then the 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 bats. He there was some hikers that the the bats turned into these giant like almost. Yeah, they, but. Then they showed like a lot of the bat on a string, yeah, and it looked yeah, like they—it yeah. looked like the not they live. Well, what was that? I come in peace or that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like these bats on a string, and and uh, and then they're like, oh, these bats are attacking things. How are we gonna save it? Then uh, just Gemini Force. The other two go to put out a fire, Gemini Force, and then they kill the just pterodactyl. Yeah, they kill the pterodactyl. This one was weird because they kept hacking up his limbs. His, his, yeah, like his, yeah, he's, yeah. Ch- he's still flying around, and these things are talking. And they're just like, their beaks are flapping around. Like, ah, you think you can get me? I am stronger than it's you. It's just a flesh wound, you know. Yeah, and they're Boom, shooting him with lasers, again. and they're shooting him with missiles, and they're like, ha, 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 I'm much stronger than you, Gemini Force. And and, and this is where you're watching stuff, and you're like, Wow. <laughs> So much acid had to be taken by these animators and stuff, but it, maybe not. I don't know. It's just it's different, cultural thing, man. Different, man. It's, it's better. Different culture. It's cool. You know, it's outer, um, and then, then the third one is the one where the, the, rats. the, the, the rats come out, and these rats are attacking like the uh, the the oil and gas. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're gonna blow up the the uh, gas sto- storage. And I saw those containers. When I flew when you in, went there, yeah, you like some of, some of those static shots, I saw. I was there. I was oh, at that no. castle, you know, and it's kind of cool. And I think they do that obviously because the kids, Japan is small enough that a lot of the kids probably were like, they oh, probably know that I place. saw that place. I know that place. You know, like some. Oh, I got a funny if, story about that. Uh, if you did stuff in, about it in America, you'd be like, I never saw that. I, I don't care about, that. about you know, that. Go ahead. A friend of mine was telling me that. 
he watched this movie, the, the, uh, the whatchamacallit, um, oh god, the, um, the guy turns into a reptile, the, uh, the sun demon, the hideous sun demon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene of the hideous sun demon where he's, where, towards the end, where he's fighting in, like, this, like, industrial area. Yeah. And when our friend saw it as a kid, he freaked out because he thought it was, it looked just like the Hialeah Waterworks. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, that's where, the, like, the, 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 no, like, no. the sun demon. No, son, no, that wasn't, no, that wasn't where it was. But yeah. anyway, yeah, there you so go. So I think they, they, they put the most static shots in because it's familiar. It's, yeah. they get it. People are like, oh my god, the kids, kids would get excited if they saw it. They're like, oh, our school went there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, you know, and of course, and it's, this, and again, I, I, we can't reiterate, it's the, it's same, the same thing every time. Okay, you two, go do it. Oh, yes, sir. We happy to, sir. And the one guy's kind of a nerd, and the one guy's kind of a little stocky, fighty guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. they Gemini Force, and then they run through it. You know, they they drilled through that one. Or no, they cut up the pterodactyl. Then they, they cut the pterodactyl one. They like uh, by first one side of him and then the other side and he's like yeah. he's like flying there with like you know like rags on his <laughs> arms and he's so finally weird. like oh no and they blow him up yep. and, and then the you know then the, then the last one was uh, the two dinosaurs I mean yeah you know, yeah yeah it was a brontosaurus and then it was and like uh, that one was weird the last segment I thought they were changing it up cause the stocky dude was like, if you lost your heart and you don't care about why you're fighting, I'm not following you. Goodbye. Yeah, he got all dramatic and yeah. hero, heroic. More heroic than even the main guy did, you know yeah. what I mean? So he was like, you know, he went out on his own to save, you know. And then on the last one, too, the, the main hero, our hero, the main guy, had like something happen to him where he didn't have full power and stuff right. like that. Yeah, and, and, but, and then I thought the guy, because in the last one, he's like, I'm going to go... Um, I, bye, I'm sorry for causing so much trouble. I'm going to go basically kamikaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, ooh, because they could have. And that yeah. would have changed it. And they would have went to a team of three. Then they would have had to get someone else to replace. Yeah. Something like that. But then, like, then they were like, no, it just, he, th- like, they, they, even though he was hurt, they risked it to go become Gemini Force to save their friend and then save had, Now they only had a minute and a half as opposed to three minutes and a half. so weird. You know, and, and you're like, oh, okay, you know. Um, but in the last one, you get two monsters, two monsters, and the and the ship just drills right through them. Yeah, because they only have a minute and a half, so they just go through both of them. They just drill right through them, and I was like, oh man! And then they just blow. Up. They blow up. It's, great. it's so funny. This is one of those things you kind of gotta see to believe, and to kick off Asian cult cinema, there yes. is nothing more hilarious than this to kick this off you yeah, know you i mean you have like machine gun girl which i'm sure we'll do and yo-yo cop girl yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff like that that is the heart of cinema because there's sex and all kinds of stuff sex and fury but this is just you got to oh. see this to believe it yeah it's i totally mean oddball. it's out there on youtube there's two you gotta find the version that doesn't loop. not the hd version not <laughs> the hd the version, version no. the the audio loop the th- the fourth segment actually just replays the first segment like it's a big flub and you're like wait what what because I'm sitting there watching I was like ah oh, crap you know because I was I wanted to get so you went it. back and looked for another one yeah huh? I, yeah you know I did it today I watched the last segment today uh, you know okay and yeah. I knew I wasn't like missing anything but I still wanted to watch it you know you yeah, gotta you gotta in case see you it. miss something yeah. <laughs> like some poignant dialogue or some important nope. plot point no stay tuned next week I mean hey how'd you like the movie you know yeah it's like okay next week we'll kill another dinosaur we'll blow them up real good for you kids yeah. It's yeah, kinda, it's fun stuff, man. You know, they don't make them like this anymore. You no, know? for sure. And it's like, you know, it's, it's they still do, I'm sure, no, they still do Power Rangers shows, but they're not as violent. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. I haven't watched them they're in a kinda while. They're kind of, well, yeah, that's true, too. I haven't seen. Um, 
everything's kind of more PC now. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is PC or isn't PC. It, it really isn't. It is. Well, yeah, I guess the murdering of the dinosaurs and stuff like the blowing up and all that kind of <laughs> the stuff. The cutting up of the limbs. Yeah, the cutting off of the limbs because they, they do, you know, slice off they some limbs too. here. It's so funny. Then the one, the, the last thing with the monster, they cut off his limb and then the other monster freezes them to keep them alive and then they unfreeze Oh, that's right. Them. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm still good to fight. Oh, now I'm dead. Oh, yeah, well. You know. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. And, and uh... It, just fun. Uh, if you like Japan, or if you if you like anime, you you kind of owe it to yourself to watch this. If you, if like, you like Godzilla movies or the kaiju battle while. stuff, it's worthwhile. Cause you really didn't see anything like this after this. This was almost like a once and done. Now, I'm not saying there it, it, there it, might be something. It, out there might there. be more out there. I've never seen this kind of thing before or after, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where you're like, whoa, what? Because like I said, when I saw it, I thought it was a Gamma movie. And I went, oh, this is really weird. Okay, this one. I want And that. then when I saw it, I watched it. I was like, I think he chose this by mistake. Because I didn't think uh, there was any way you would watch something like this. No, I just but said, this is too weird. i got to yeah, watch this. And that's yeah. what uh, Asian cult cinema is all about. We've broken through the shackles of kung fu. Uh, and we'll, be, we'll, we'll become kung fu again in the future pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a few that I want to, you know. Yeah, well, I gave you I gave you City Dragon, or, yeah. Oh, City Dragon, yeah. Oh, oh boy. God. Starring MC Kung Fu or oh, something like that. Is that MC... a Japanese movie or is that an American no, movie? Oh, that's an American oh, one. Oh, good. Good <laughs> It's terrible. Oh, it's going to be one of the worst things you'll ever see, I guarantee it. Oh, all right. I, I guarantee it. it. See, because you kept saying it was City Ninja and a City Dragon. I, I know, See, and that's so why I got, might be on YouTube. A City Dragon. No, because no? I looked at, I looked everywhere. That's why it's I gave too it to good you. Good for YouTube. So that's why I gave it to you to burn. Or too bad for YouTube. <laughs> oh well, so that's it for our first episode of uh, the newly rebranded uh, Asian, Asian cult, cult cinema. cinema. I I say this is a great movie. Go see it. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, expect yeah, a lot. It's going to be repetitious, but it's fun and funny. Um, it's on YouTube. It's called Attack of the Super Monsters. Yep. You gotta see it. It's uh, it's 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 something. You know, it's like different. it's different, and that's kind of cool. Anything else for this week? Uh, well, we got okay. We got other programs too. We got Slow Robot mm-hmm. Gogo, which yes, is uh, which, which we do B movies, kind of like this, but not Asian. Or maybe we will. I don't sometimes know. Asian, sometimes, sometimes not. It doesn't it. matter. Yeah. And then we got um, Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast. Which is a comic book podcast with uh, Don and I and Dallas and uh, Rook and uh, you got also on Radio St. Pete. Those are podcasts. Those yeah. are on bunchofdorks.com. Yeah, bunchofdorks.com. Uh, on this uh, station, you've got the indie circuit with yeah, you. Indie circuit every week. Crazy music crazy that you've music. never heard of. And uh, besides that, we'll just be uh, walking the streets, you know, yeah. like just you know running around, jumping up and down. Look and, for us uh, at the local Chuckle Hut. Yeah, exactly. In front of the brick wall. Yeah, that's exactly. the joke. No, it isn't. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. My name's Mal. With me as always, that's we'll see you next week with more Asian cult, cult, cult cinema, cinema, cult cinema, What's cult that? cinema, <laughs> coach cinema. I don't think so. They began in the water. Dark, gliding shapes that violate every law of nature. They're not human, but they hunt human women. Not for killing, for mating. Humanoids from the deep. Starring Doug McClure, Anne Terkel, and Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Run! It's Godzilla! It looks like Godzilla, but due to international copyright laws, it's not. Still, we should run like it is, Godzilla!
though it isn't. God, can you believe it? We're back again. Well, I'm back again. I'm back to this state again. I'm out of my mind again. This is Kung Fu Theater, which you've, if you've been keeping up with recent news, Kung Fu Theater is now Asian cult cinema. Yeah. You can only talk so much about Kung Fu movies before your eyes glaze over. Then you have to talk about other stuff. That's why we renamed it Asian cult cinema. That encompasses everything. You'll notice, my name's Mao, not with me tonight, is Dr. Morbius. I was out of the state and out of my mind, and then I came back, and then uh, schedules did not align. So, sadly, you're just going to listen to me, me be listening to me prattling on by myself tonight, and possibly my cat, Destructo, here will chime in, although now he's clawing at the door, so uh, I probably you probably won't be hearing him much. So I thought I would change it up a little bit, since it's just yours truly tonight, and I thought I would uh, talk a little bit about one of Asian's most cultiest of cinemas. No, I'm not talking about pinky violence, although that is... (laughs) I have a few of those, and if you don't know what that is, don't Google it at work, or you'll get fired. Basically, uh, uh, pinky violence is the term coined for... Ultra violent, ultra exploitive sex, uh, borderline porno, um, Japanese movies from the 70s, 80s. Probably still making them today. I don't know. The most famous ones are, you know, the older ones. And uh, wow, they are something. I've seen a few of them. I own a whole, I own a collection of them. Um, I don't watch Pinky Violence much. I do enjoy it. It is usually a very uh, almost Kill Bill ish. Um, simple plot, and the plot always involves some horrific thing that happens in the beginning, either to parents or to the daughters or something. Daughter grows up, daughter becomes a a merciless killer to get revenge, and kills everyone, using any means possible, usually sex. Uh, So that's a fun little genre of Asian cult cinema that, of course, uh, you know, has a lot of followers. It's a very popular, it's a very... um, it's a good genre. Uh, if you like kind of revenge tales, which at the heart, most Kung Fu movies are re- either revenge or some some simplistic thing like that, you know. Uh, the But when you're talking about... There's, other, there's, of course, Asian cinema to me, it encompasses so much. It's such a broad, huge category. What I thought I would talk about today with the absence of Dr. Morbius is anime. Now... Dr. Morbus, if you don't know, we do other podcasts. We are all over the podcast world, like white on rice. And uh, one of the one of the uh, podcasts that Dr. Morbius does is called Two Dimension Podcast, and it's a uh, all about comic books. And we frequently get into a really conversation when he talks that he doesn't like animation, he doesn't like animated movies, he doesn't like he hates Walt Disney. And I look at him like a dog with a hears a weird noise. I turn my head sideways and go, but thing is with that paper and comic 
books. Uh, oh, and I drew a little bit, and I just stopped talking about it. So I thought I would use this half hour to talk a little bit about the world of anime. I'm not going to do a deep dive into one movie. I'm probably going to just kind of talk around the subject a little bit, talk a little bit about uh, the various... Some of my favorites, of course, from the genre. Some that I didn't quite get, which that seems to be what happens a lot with me with anime. Um, it's one of those things where I like it, and sometimes it's visually exciting, and then sometimes it's really annoying, and then sometimes it's really confusing. Um, all those... It's almost like I used to uh, always try to rent or find somebody to let me borrow a certain anime... This is in the days before YouTube, where you could just kind of look at anything at any time, no matter what. Um, you know, it was so hit and miss, and it was such a, like, imported, cost-prohibitive thing, you know. Blockbuster uh, would have, like, ten titles. Fist of the North Star, Akira, uh, Spirited Away, a couple confusing titles that you're like, I don't even know what this says, you know. Um, so you couldn't really... Uh, lo like rent movies back th like in the beginning you know the video anime didn't like hit big so you kind of had to be in the know or you had to know that one weird shop down that one weird street in Tampa or whatever and they, they and you'd walk in and there'd be it was a strange guy and had strange stuff and they knew way too much about it because they were either in Japan or they had friends in Japan like they had to be in the know and then you had to be in the know and you had to like you know know a secret password it was like getting bootleg hooch, you know. Um, that was a long time ago, though. I mean, that's that was kind of the beginning when it was always popular. You know, there was always Speed Racer was over here. Um, of course, you know, uh, when when Godzilla invaded uh, America as it did Japan, you know, we, uh, you had a lot of people loving that, you know, the that, that genre, the kaiju genre, the, you know, the big monster movie stuff. And uh, and Japan also had a lot of really great horror movies. And, and my favorite, actually, of the Japan cult cinema is just the same as it is in America. Like the 50s and 60s kind of sci-fi, where they didn't even know what the heck was going on. And it was just all, it was craziness, you know. And, and Japan did it really well, the sci-fi. Um, I always thought it was a very kind of realistic, but also kind of fanciful viewpoint. You know, like America, like American sci-fi movies were always like, oh, it's us versus them, and they're coming to get us, and we're gonna win because we America and pie, and here's an eagle. But with Japanese stuff, it was a little bit nuttier, you know, and it was, and the lines blurred tremendously. That's one of the things I've always kind of admired about the Japanese culture, the Japanese, um, uh, you know, cinema. Uh, and yeah, I like yeah, I like how my Asian cult cinema has become Japanese cult cinema. That's just what I'm talking about tonight. Asian cult cinema, this this show in a whole in, like it encompasses everything, you know, uh, Korean, Japanese, uh, Vietnamese, uh, Philippines. Of course, has a tons of crazy B movie stuff. No, I'm just talking mostly about Japanese tonight. So, uh, if hopefully you'll stick with me, I promise. Uh, uh, I'll be try to be entertaining and informative. Whoa, that's a deadly combination. Informative, that's the bad part. No one wants to be informed of anything. Um, so, you know, so the, the, the Japanese sci-fi, of course, um, was just so 
interesting and 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 you know in, in, in engaging you know and there was a lot of the the animation of that time that was that mir- mirrored that you know um the battleship one where there was a gigantic battleship out in space that had this huge cannon in the front of it and i can't remember the name of it and for shame on me because uh, i watched it all the time as a kid speed racer was one of my favorites uh although people poo poo the, the the live action that's the first movie I got when I got a, a when I got a Blu-ray player and a TV that was like the high def new style TV. First movie I bought was Speed Racer, because that just takes color and punches you in the face with it for about an hour and a half. It's insanity. The frame rate is insane. The colors are like so vibrant. You just watching. You're like ah ah. And I did. They didn't get that from the from the uh, Speed Racer animation because that was very rudimentary. It was almost like Hanna Barbera ish, where they just wouldn't move, and they would just make the background kind of blur, so it was like, oh, look, look at the speed, you know. Um, but that was my first taste of animation, was when I was a kid, every now and then, Speed Racer would come on, and I'd be like, yeah, and I was a kid, so I'd run around like an idiot. Uh, just ask my grandmother. She had to put up with me. Uh, I mean, I live with my parents, but my grandmother was often watching me, and uh, that's where I got my first taste of cartoons, uh, so other than Tom and Jerry, which, you know, that was the flavor of the day. So, you know, to, so you start out with like those, the neat, like speed racer style stuff, and then it progresses. And then once it hits, you know, animation really took off and really sometimes becomes these elaborate stories. You know, uh, my favorite is, which uh, I'll talk about more on the other side of the break, Ghost in the Shell. That was the first one that grabbed me from the very first scene. I couldn't not. I couldn't look away. And that's a pretty cool thing. I right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back and then it's going to be on to the show, as they say. The really big shoe. They began in the water. Dark, gliding shapes that violate every law of nature. They're not human, but they hunt human women. Not for killing, for mating. Humanoids from the deep, starring Doug McClure, Anne Terkel and Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Run! It's Godzilla! It looks like Godzilla, but due to international copyright laws, it's not. Still, we should run like it is, Godzilla! So it isn't. Space Battleship Yamato. <laughs> Ugh, I was driving me crazy while I was on the break. I'm like, what's the name of that? Oh, God. And I watched it all the time. And it would power up that gigantic, like... And it was a rifled laser cannon on the whole front of the thing in the space. It was crazy. Very wacky. But, uh, yes, that the, the one I was talking about where I was like, oh, the spaceship in space. Yes, spaceship Yamato. Space battleship Yamato. Um, now everyone can stop screaming at their at the, in, at the computer and in their cubicles. Because, oh, my God, I do that all the time. Like, I'll be listening to, to a podcast or a movie podcast, and somebody's like... Oh, that thing with that guy. And I'm like, Death Race 2000. Oh, my God, it's Death Race 2000. How can you not remember that? And that's what people might have been doing when I was like, Oh, that thing with those people in space and that big spaceship. And and people want to scream and hit me. Please don't hit me with a shoe or anything like that. I hate that. Anyway, on to the show. Yes, so now I start out the first one, the first anime. You know, like, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, when I, like... I got into uh, other movies, B-movies, monster movies, you know, uh, uh, crazy, weird movies. And then 
you know, then then I moved down into Florida, and like things were kind of going in in uh, high speed, jobs and houses and stuff, and you know, and you kind of you just kind of uh, I don't want to say lose your way, but you're just kind of so much stuff is happening at once. I didn't really pay any attention to a lot of different kinds of movies. But then I started watching different stuff, growing different stuff, and then and then I, everyone was starting to catch on. Anime was starting to hit, you know, and it was anime fever, running wild, brother, and and this is in Florida here. Uh, I'm sure back home I wouldn't have had any exposure to that. It was a tiny little town in a tiny little place in a tiny little nowhere. So the chances of me finding some of that stuff was probably pretty thin. Uh, there. I don't think it would have been accepted. Uh, so anyway, so the first one I get a hold of is, like I said, it was um, is Ghost in the Shell. And the first Ghost in the Shell was, to me, when I first saw that, the very first scene when uh, the Major just takes off her clothes and just does this crazy swan dive through a glass plate window to come in and start shooting the place up, it grabs you and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And that's one, Ghost in the Shell, that's one where it's a, it's a very deeply, it's a deep uh, plot, and it's a very high, kind of like high, high concept, you know, this woman couldn't, this, she might not be a woman, she might not be anything, you know. And as this story progresses, and as you find out more and more about it, and it's this is a future world, and kind of like our world but just kind of more overwrought and more crummy and a little like high tech but high tech for some and not for others you know and it's it was just such an engrossing tale and the story was great and the animation was gorgeous and dirty and you could you felt like you were there you know and that was one of the first ones where I I just fell in love with it I watched I drove like down to Sarasota, past Sarasota, to, for, to see the second one in a, in a uh, theater, you know, which wasn't as good, but I didn't care. I loved it. I, you know, I have all the video games. I have the the TV series, you know, and of course everything, like everything else, they don't let a bad, they don't let a good thing go, uh, like just like American uh, studios wouldn't. So, you know, the newer stuff. I have the last one. It's called the new movie, Ghost in the Shell, the new movie. I, I bought it when. The local uh, Hollywood Video or whatever, what, yeah, I think it was called Hollywood Video. I don't know, some stupid video place just went out of business like a couple months ago. I bought it. I never even knew it was out yet. I bought it, blind bought it, and it just it's sitting there. I haven't even watched it yet, which I got to get to that. I should have watched that. I'll watch it this weekend maybe. Um, and it's one of those things where you know, as it gets as it goes along further and further, it gets a little bit further away from what it was, you know. But that, to me, represents the pinnacle of what anime is, you know. And and if you don't like that one, I get it. You know, Akira is probably more of a complete movie, and but Akira is a little bit more of a I don't want to know like an action like an odd action movie where Ghost in the Shell to me is a story that you're kind of following along this entire journey you know this could go this is a lifetime worth of storytelling where akira was kind of like eh, very intense really cool i loved akira too i mean I, I bought that one of course right away um i saw it once and i was like well i went out and bought it that same day and i've watched it numerous times it's a powerful tale it's a crazy tale you know i loved 
Uh, I loved the the clowns were a biker gang that was after him for a while and stuff like that. And it was engrossing, you know. And it was about this just this kid who was kind of out on uh, like getting picked on by everyone and just you know kind of uh, got got a hold of some power finally. You know, so those movies always are engrossing. They're always um, a lot of fun to watch. Then I wa- then I the next one I got was a Fist of the North Star, and that one I actually li- rented. And I rented that one, and everyone was like, "Yeah, you got to check that out. Check that out." You know, everyone was talking about how great it was. And that one didn't hit for me. Um, it was it was like very violent and gory, and that's okay. You know, I or bloody, not gory. I mean, the blood. <laughs> sometimes the anime has like one thing that they really kind of key in on. That they're like, "This is our shtick." So that one's shtick was like super blood, and it would fly everywhere. You're like, ah, and it was um. I mean, it was all right, you know, and that's kind of one of the problems with anime. Why I'm not—I can't say that I'm like a super fan of anime. Anime, I just like it a lot. Um, is I have to pick and choose. Some stuff just meh. I don't know, and it's always kind of the same stuff over and over again. You know, uh, some of them are very boring or very—they're too far out there where you're—you're you're kind of not even. It's not you know I like you're you're like kind of like why am I even watching this you know there's not there's not really stories to be told or it's some weird thing you know um I guess the same could be said for um like for B movies and movies in general uh it's just one of those things where I've always felt you have to really pick and choose but there's some people out there that love it so much they can watch any anime and it's like oh it's so great oh I love it you know they love everything and I'm like eh, uh, I don't fall into that category um I thought I might. But then I also worried that I might as well. You know, I used to get the, uh, what was that one magazine I used to get? It's a really big, New Age? Was it New? No, it wasn't New Age. Dang. I don't know. And, it, like, it, it it was this anime magazine. It was this big, big, really beautifully made anime magazine. And it, and it gave you, like, a little disc, a little micro DVD, if you remember those things, those tiny little discs. So every month you get, like, a sampler. And I really enjoyed that. But then I found myself losing interest in it even like even from the subscription it wasn't expensive a subscription it was, was not cheap um, and I would watch this some of the discs I, I watched and I really th- thought they were funny um, and but most were just like whatever you know a boy and his robot blah 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 and it just kind of gets a little stale where where, where you're not really seeing anything um, exciting or that's anything that like there's no stories being told that like kind of pique your interest you know um but then once then something comes along and grabs you cowboy bebop of course i'd be remiss without talking about cowboy bebop a little bit that was almost uh like the the story from cowboy bebop was almost like classic western space opera adventure kind of thing and uh characters were likable funny uh, there was some levity involved, which is always a good thing because some of them, there's no levity and it just won't let up. And you're like, okay, can we, can we skip this? That'd be just super. Um, so Cowboy Bebop and, and Cowboy Bebop has great, great soundtracks, which is another thing that ha- that it has going for them. Some of them have this, have more quirky um, soundtracks where you're, just, it's kind of like synth stuff and you can, nothing really hits with you. But boy, the uh, the, the soundtracks from uh, Cowboy Bebop—I have them all. 
Um, not all. I have three or four of them, and boy, they're really great. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to finish up the anime discussion. Ruthless invaders, a defenseless planet, and a daring band of space adventurers fighting to save it. Battle beyond the stars. A lone youth escapes on a last-ditch mission that begins at the edge of the universe. A battle beyond time, beyond space, a battle beyond the stars. Starring Richard Thomas, George Papard, Robert Vaughn, John Saxon. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches yeah, I would just I just ran out and got a few of those little mini DVDs. Uh, Full Metal Panic was one that came in with the with the ad or with the uh, magazine, and then also uh, Azu Manga Dio. And that one was one that I actually went and went out after I saw this one. I went out and got it. Uh, I got some of the episodes. They were very funny. They were like kind of a cutesy one, which is a lot different than what I usually watch. Um, and then of course one of the one of the anime that I didn't uh, that I didn't talk about much in this show because I kind of lumped them into almost uh, it's it's not it's anime but it's uh, Miyazaki's uh, like Spirited Away and some of the stuff he is like kind of the Walt Disney of of, of not the Walt Disney he, he brought so much to anime and the stories and the movies they were. I'm not even talking about him in this in this show. You know, I, I went and saw uh, some of his stuff uh, when I went to Japan. I went into the Astro Boy Museum, and uh, and you know got to see some of that. And then I, you know, Spirited Away was like a national uh, phenomenon when that came out. So those I don't really. I kind of view that as a little bit different. The last two that I really um, thought were. The last two that I kind of really invested in and thought were just just awesome, one called Afro Samurai, which was voiced by Samuel Jackson, and that is another thing that I have to I would be remiss if I didn't talk about is just like kung fu movies, the voice work makes a huge huge difference in these things. Um, I like to watch these uh, and like most anime I try to watch with the original voice work and the original the original sound effects and then actually um you know just read the subtitles some uh, that doesn't work out so well or some are not even a lot you know they're not even over here like that so you have to uh just watch the dubbed version and also sometimes my brain just wants to watch a movie and then in which case reading it is a little bit distracting um, but I do try to, you know, watch the Japanese versions. But this one, Afro Samurai, was a really classic tale. The animation was like modern style, I'll say. Uh, you can often tell what era anime is from by how it's drawn. You know, the 70s, 60s, 70s stuff, boy, you can really see it. It's the same as American animation, you know. It's it's definitely always of its time, Uh and the newer stuff has a lot more computer help, a lot more of the effects, and they're kind of storyboarded and drawn out. Much more complexities are, are included, you know, lighting effects and, and 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 some of the shadowing and all that kind of stuff that's applied. It makes it almost 
hyper-realistic, even though you can tell it's an animation, you know. But Afro Samurai was, a like, a very... Because I love the sword fighting. I love... Uh, I did Yaido for a lot of years. Um, I've always been a big fan of uh, the, the samurai swords, and I have a few really nice ones. One that no one dare look at, you know. It's, it's, that's always so special. It's not really that special. I should just use it um, for practice, not, you know. Anyway, um... And this is the, just the tale of 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 a, a fighter going out to be the number one, and each each challenge was just trying to get through to get you know to kill number eight, to kill number seven, to kill number six, kill his way up the up the ladder to be number one, and then from there, of course, well now you have the challenge of remaining number one. Classic, classic tale. And then the second one I wanted to talk about a little bit. So of course, Afro Samurai would is a, is a huge recommend. I would uh, if you like that. If you like anime and you haven't seen that yet, you should run out and grab it. It's it's really great. Um, and then the second one, uh, Samurai Champloo. Uh, this one was a very fun, silly um, concoction. I guess I'll say. There was a a very stoic samurai warrior, Jin, who was no nonsense, very honorable, very by the Bushido code. And then there was like kind of like a street rat who was anything but, um, and he was just a, a a brash kind of like punk, you know. And and he, he that he brought that punk rock sensibility to his fighting, so he would break dance kicks and stuff like that while he was fighting and each of them in their own right were really high level samurai masters just very different and that's the path of life is like that too so they you know the the, the whole thing was they get into a kind of a fight and one of the girl this girl who's trying to find the the woman who smells of, of sunflowers kind of like cons them not cons them they each owe her, so they, she makes them be, like, she makes them take her from village to village to find the woman who smells of, of sunflowers. Like, And it, it's just a really touching tale, because they go through a lot of stuff together. There's some bad times, there's some good times. There always is tension between the two, but they do, you know, like all these good stories, they do tend to lean on each other, tend to rely on each other, you know. Um... And that's just one of those ones. I don't know. I don't think that one is as popularized. I don't think many people know Samurai Champloo. It's not definitely not a. When Afro Samurai hit, that was a huge deal. Um, you know, and obviously, uh, Ennio Miyazaki's is released with incredible fanfare. They're you know they're they're Japan's national treasures. So you know, don't bother with that. Um, I don't know. I guess that's about it for this week. I, Anime is definitely... I don't want to say it's an acquired taste. It is one of those things where either you really like it or you're kind of... really don't. I don't want to say people hate anime. I mean, I'm sure some people do hate anime. I know Dr. Morbius uh, from Parts Unknown does not care for it, uh, which, again, turns my head sideways like a German shepherd listening to a whistle. Um, but he just doesn't. And, I, you know, that's cool. I mean, every, some you know some things are just aren't for people. And I... And I for the longest time, I, re- I I didn't want to even d- dip my toe into the anime pool for fear of being um, a crazy man with walls and walls of 
anime statues that no one could touch, and I do have a few. I have to, I have to tell you, I have, I have a bunch of Chun Li. I have a couple of the major from Ghost in the Shell, and I have a, some of the tanks from Ghost in the Shell. See, see if that's what happens. You start a little bit. Oh man, look out! But yeah, so I don't know what to tell you. I know we won't be reviewing any anime movies because uh, Doctor Morbius. Uh, Loathing, loathing for them, so that's kind of why I figured, eh, I'll take this time to talk a little bit about it. I hope it hasn't been too droning and boring. I always, I always kind of worry when I do the the solo shows. I'm like, ugh, am I putting people to sleep? Probably, especially if you don't like anime. Yikes! Turn it off. Should have said that right in the beginning. I conned you. <laughs> I didn't con you. Uh, if you do like the kung fu movies, anime, uh, uh, not anime, obviously, Asian cult cinema. Please go to RadioStPete.com, and there's a tab that says, you know, audio archives, and you're gonna find all of our shows uh, in their half-hour format. They're a little bit longer than a half hour usually. They're they're in there. Just look for uh, Kung Fu Theater, and those will be the full shows. And then there's also other sh- another show I do for Radio St. Pete, which is called the Indie Circuit, and that's me playing some really wild, crazy music that you've never heard of, I promise. Uh, and uh, musing a little bit, but mostly playing music, which is probably easier on the brain than this show has been. And then uh, if you dig those awesome things, well, then you should go out to bunchofdorks.com. Wow, plug rama Yikes. Uh, that is where me, Dr. Morbius, and all our friends, we have a couple podcasts out there. Um, and we can also redirect you to some of our uh, other online concerns. We all have blogs and things and Facebooks and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't have a Facebook for this page. I do have a Facebook for the Indie Circuit. So if you're on Facebook, go to the Indie Circuit and like it. And then you can tell me to please never do another uh, you know, a solo show for Kung Fu Theater. Don't be so mean. That's sad. Now I'm sad. I'm not really sad. But go to bunchdorks.com. There you're going to find a million and a half hours worth of uh, at free entertainment, of course, the top one is Slow Robot A Go Go. That's the B movie review show that me and Doctor Morbius do week in and week out. Middle one is the Two Dimension Podcast, which is the comic book podcast that I think if you like this show, you'd probably like that one. Um, and then the bottom one is a defunct but very long running show called The Bunch of Dorks. It ran for ten years. It was insanity from the first moment all the way through to when I said I quit. And that was uh, that was recently, actually. It was only a couple months ago. So that is it for this week. I do hope that you found this discussion of anime slightly entertaining, if not very entertaining. Hopefully you jotted down a couple of those names uh, and when you're going to run out and rent them or at least look at, watch them on YouTube and then say, this is garbage town, which is a lot easier now than it used to be back in the day. Oh, so hard. It was so hard to do anything back then before the internet took over and just stole everything. Now it's easy. So there you go. All right. Well, thanks for listening. My name's Mal. We will see you next week. I'm sure Dr. Morbius will be back. In fact, we already have our movie picked out. rut What could it be? <laughs> Who knows? Tune in next week to find out. There was a mushroom. Sad little mushroom. There was a meadow ready to cry. There was a sparrow, gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high.
I never felt any more like laughing than I do right now. 